back to another edition of Racing It Out. It is a very quiet, somber day as racing season, for NASCAR Canada at least, has come to a close. The competitive season has mm -hmm. come to a close. Racing season <laughs> never really ends. It slows down a little bit and gets a little quieter. Mm -hmm. Everybody takes a moment to sort of catch their breath and decompress a little bit at different times through the next, you know, couple of months. I find as soon as you get through the holidays, like Christmas and New Year's and stuff, it's coming back. Click full speed. Everybody's yeah. like, okay, what's happening? What's going on? And and you're away again. So yeah. I'm I'm good with that. A little a little um, time to breathe is fine. I mean, we already have people in our DMs asking us when the schedule's coming out. So it's like <laughs> it's like the day the season ends. It's like, what are we doing for 2023? It's like, can I have a weekend off first, please? No. It no, ideally wow. it would be nice to have the 23 schedule available now so mm -hmm. that people do have something to chew on over the next couple yeah. of months. Like, hey, maybe it helps I can me. make a sure, maybe I can make a road trip to this race. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just thinking for for fans and mm -hmm. stuff, like, maybe I'll do a road trip. This is yeah, and you don't need to have want to go to the yeah. tickets on sale yet. Oh no, it's fine, no. but it's like that way people can book flights even look at flights and track flights but it's like it helps me in terms of content because it's like then I can plan ahead and you know use the schedule as content pushing forward to 2023 because I mean right now it's like work right now dropping it I don't think would be the best idea because there's a lot going on with NASCAR down south which right we'll get into sure but it's I think when we do it which is typically like we've done it mm, historically kind of the beginning of december even like mid-november after like cup championship is done you're kind of getting into okay now it's a slow season for everything sure. yeah. really only formula one's going on right now Let's and that championship will it. be over so yeah it'll be fine let's do no, something i haven't then. been following it oh yeah it's, it's, it's max it's, yeah max is gonna clinch it in no time so yeah it's it's an old it's a foregone conclusion Sorry, but you know, it is, but no, so we'll, we'll wait for the schedule to, to come about. And I know mm. there's a lot of things that are, that are going to go on behind the scenes too, for those that aren't aware of all the inner workings, mm. Tony Spateri is the new general manager. And I know he has, in case I, you we, didn't know. yeah, he, I, I had a real quick conversation with him. You know, he has a lot of things that he wants to do. Probably a lot of them is going to involve you as a matter of fact. So that's, uh, that's, that's good news for, for everybody because, <laughs> The, we can all the great year that we've had let's let's not slough that off either too yeah the great season that we've oh. had after two years of navigating through what covid a fucking times, season yeah it was it was a terrific season and this is going to be i think a really nice launching pad mm -hmm. to take even another couple of steps to elevate the series in terms of prominence and probably attract more teams and drivers with interest because i know there have been a lot of you know calls and messages exchanged i think there's going to be a lot of track interest in mm -hmm. bringing the pinty series to their venues that haven't been there for a while or mm -hmm. haven't been there at all previously mm -hmm. so i i think there's there's a lot of that to look forward to and We've got great young drivers who have come into the series. Brandon Watson won his first race. That was sick. 
I know he was going to, I didn't get a chance to, but he was going to be my pick for the race, but yeah, that, oh. absolutely. So he was also it, my pick for the race. Yeah. I went, so it, it, it would have absolutely, it was just, yeah. And remembering what he did at Delaware last year, when he got into the ride for yeah. the final events of the season. Yeah, it seemed like it was, and it was yeah. nice that he had a new, uh, a new look on the car too. Yeah, a cool black it was sick, one. and you can see great. it. Which way am I? This way. It's there right, you go. Yeah. right there, right here. It's yeah, nice it and black. Looks, it's sick. It, it's sexy. Yeah. I like it. It does. It looks. It looks really good. So congratulations to Brandon for uh, for a terrific win. Uh, another first time winner in the Pinty mm -hmm. series. That's three of them in 2022. Mm -hmm. Tied for a record, pretty, apparently. That's pretty. We were also tied for most single like single winners so different winners i guess you could say which unique is eight winners. Unique, yeah. thank you unique winners in a season which is eight which is sick i believe also this is uh this year ties the record other than the first year of the pinty series when everybody was a new driver to the series for the most new drivers to come into the series so like there's really? a lot yeah so there's a lot that. of really positive things to get excited mm -hmm. about with the Pinty series moving forward. So yeah. the championship weekend was, was great. Again, Pinty's was the, the highlight of it on, on the Sunday just got started an hour later than originally anticipated because of the rain, but mother nature has such a sense of humor <laughs> to drop to torrential downpour as we've dried the track, the cars are out, national anthems playing, you feel like a little trinkle. I'm like, no, it's nothing. It's going to pass torrential downpour during yeah. anthems yep just as it's ending but yeah you know whatever everybody goes and hides for a while then the cars yeah. come out dry the track off and and we go it's just an hour an hour later than anticipated so that wreck oh in the closing laps holy when smokes. was the last time we saw a wreck like that in the series uh yeah it's been a while it's been a while um, since a car got like Airborne. launched up in the air like that yeah. yeah it's uh it is usually a confluence of circumstances that cause that mm -hmm. and that's what happened here is is uh rafael lassard uh, got squeezed or got turned ran out of room and everybody ran out of room and then mm -hmm. andrew ranger drove over alex Tag tagliani and and it was uh kind of a cluster fudge from that point on so but yeah it was i was jaw on floor like yeah. never seen a wreck like that actually no i have seen a wreck like that because i was in daytona in 2020 but that close with yeah. your own eyes it's um I, I i've had people ask me about crashes and and wrecks in in whatever series and stuff a few times and yeah you you see and you and you watch and you see the cars colliding and stuff and i said what kind of gets to me and i've heard it a few times this wasn't the worst one. It's the sound sometimes as much as seeing what is going on in a crash or a wreck or whatever verbiage you want to use. It is often the sound of an impact that mm -hmm. gets my attention more than it's like, that could be bad. Yeah. And you, you pay attention a little more when you hear a certain sound. When I was in Daytona in 2020 and Newman hit the catch vents, that is mm. a sound Oh, that yeah. and the sound of his car getting hit while airborne by Corey LaJoy. Yeah. That sound is embedded in my brain for the rest of my days, mm -hmm. especially because it's like that was such a bad hit. Yeah. And it's like you don't you don't forget the the, the sounds. And it's like it, it's crazy because when you're at a racetrack and you're just working 
Mm -hmm. and there's other series going on around you the second you hear anything that's like oh that's a crash everybody's heads turn because everybody knows the sound that's right and and that's what i mean so you'll you'll watch it and you'll see it and and visually it's Mm -hmm. it's sensory overload but it's it is often the sound that gets your uh your attention even a single car crash when you hear a driver hit the wall at uh at a certain track and sometimes mm-hmm. it's the angle some often it is the speed but just mm-hmm. oh that and you pay attention to make sure that lp at newfoundland this year oh, that was it's like wall. i yeah. was up in the suites and it was like i heard him hit the wall yeah or i heard something hit the wall I, like i didn't know what it was him but then i heard him hit the um the water canisters or whatever the hell that's called. right yeah and it was like oh that's a nasty crash and then yeah. it just kept going and it's like so this naturally leads us toward the discussion of safety, <laughs> which of course has been a prominent topic in the NASCAR Cup Series for the last week or two. Is there a place that you would like to begin this discussion or do you want to just leap in? I think we should just leap in. Okay, then let's leap in. So safety, everything I have seen with NASCAR Safety is such an important concern. It, it's you can say that you know it's the number one concern. It's our first priority, and those are great cliche catchphrases. But in this case, it also happens to be very true. Having worked at it for a while, and you get to see it too up close, the things that are done, the small details, and attention paid to safety is remarkable. I mean. To many, it would be, is this really necessary? It seems kind of redundant, but it is that repetition that brings about a safer environment. Simple things like reminding drivers to index your wheel and pull on it and show that the uh, NASCAR official at the end of pit lane, that your, your your belts are harnessed and everything is ready to go before you get out onto the track for the first time. Every single race, safety is a is an enormous concern. Even after a, a wreck, for instance, this was this was one that stuck out with me a number of years ago. A NASCAR official was with a tape measure measuring the distance between the roll bars and cage for the driver and the bodywork to see if it had moved and how much it had moved after the impact. So, like this is the kind of detail that mm-hmm. goes into safety in terms of NASCAR and not just NASCAR, but all, all series as well. Some are better than others, but this, this is, it is an important detail. So while it sounds salacious to have drivers ripping on a sanctioning body saying they don't care in that instance, they are talking out of their ass to say they don't care is irresponsible. Mm-hmm. That is not true. Can you do more? You can always do more. But I find it laughable to suggest that a series would deliberately put you in harm's way. So that's my starting point. Exactly. That is a good starting point. And I want to detour a little bit and ask your opinion on this. Did you see Jordan Anderson's wreck at Talladega? Yeah, crazy. Should he or should he not have unbuckled himself before hitting the wall? Because a lot of people online are like, he should like, why was he on? Unbu- why was he unbuckled and trying to get it out of the car before? It's like, 
what are you going to do when you're on fire? Well, like, and, and, and that's it. I mean, he's trying to react the best way he mm -hmm. can. I think it saved in, his life. In the, uh, well, quite possibly. We won't know, mm -hmm. um, but you, unless you can you know, somehow model and reenact it, but you don't know exactly what stage of unbuckle he was at at any given point when the fire yeah. had penetrated into the cockpit. And if, if you're on fire, you're getting out of that yeah. truck in this and case. And you can't you're... see where he's going. And it's that's the other difficulty smoke. is you you think that maybe you're coming to a stop and you're and you can't see that you're coming close to the inside barrier, which I believe thankfully had a safer barrier on. Mm -hmm. So like that's these are the things you don't know. You're trying to react in and and that's why and adrenaline's pumping and you're just like, get out, get out, and, get out. And that's why all these small details are reminded of everyone at the beginning of every race. Mm -hmm. Remember, you know, make sure your belts are buckled, you know, be aware of where the access points are on the track. Mm -hmm. So safety vehicles can, vehicles can get to you. If you can pull close to one, like be mm -hmm. aware of these things. These are, these are all important pieces mm -hmm. of the puzzle that, that go into it. So, you know, can, can this, this new next gen car be made safer? Of course, cars can yeah. always be made safer. Yeah. Is there something in the construction that they didn't necessarily notice that would be helpful if it's changed? Yes. But you have to remember too, you can't just say, Oh, change this to that because you don't know the effect of that change on the other pieces of the puzzle. It yep. has to be tried and tested first. So this immediate snap judgment of, oh, just fix this and do that, change this to that, is again, you're talking out of your ass. You mm -hmm. don't just do something, especially when it comes to safety. And what about people that are saying, why don't we just go back to the old car? The second, the second and, they realized that this car was unsafe, why didn't we just go back? Okay, so are we saying that this car is unsafe? Has that conclusion been drawn? I don't know that we're ready to go there because mm -hmm. it behaves better than the old car in a number of other instances in terms of crashes. There is less chance of the driver being injured in a lot of other instances. Hey, in head injuries and concussions, it's, it's, it is a very serious issue and it should not be taken lightly and everything should be done to help protect the driver and make it as safe as possible. Again, is there something that can be done better? Let's look at it. I'm fine mm -hmm. with that, but don't just change it arbitrarily because then you're screwing with everything else and you may have an unintended consequence of a catastrophic nature. Yeah, this isn't just, oh, this is safe, this is safe, this is safe, and this is safe. Let's just put them in a mixing pot and make right. it all like what we think is all safe because something that makes it safe in this regard could make it unsafe in this regard. So mm -hmm. it's like, you have to make sure everything is working in harmony to as safe as it can possibly be without adding something into the mixing pot that could just blow a car up. One of the few things I remember from physics is that Every action I never has took an, physics. Well, e every action has an equal and opposite oh. reaction. So it doesn't, you know, uh, directly apply, but it's the okay, if we take this action, what are the other actions that occur because of that? And that's the the point I'm making in terms of safety. Mm -hmm. Don't just change it because you think it will be better. 
It's got to be tried and tested first. And mm -hmm. then it has to be implemented across all of the teams in the same manner. And that's expensive. And, and time consuming. Yeah. It doesn't happen in the blink of an eye. It's like these teams back to the like people online saying like, well, why don't they just go back to the old car? They have all these cars. No, all those cars have <laughs> no, gone on to Xfinity teams. Yeah, and no, they don't. NASCAR Pinty's teams and they've all been pushed down the line of succession to like to other series that run that type of car. They don't own those cars anymore unless, you know, like, okay, maybe Hendrick has a couple lying around in the shop for JD or junior motorsports. So it's like, but to swap it mid season, which oh, would be yeah. an implication on the championship. Oh, it's to crazy. Swap it mid season would be millions of dollars to teams and to NASCAR to just switch it. Right. For it's... what? Half a season? Because NASCAR Not has even. said, yeah, NASCAR has said they are going to implement these changes come 2023. There are changes being made to the next gen car that the research is ongoing it mm -hmm. never stops and that's the part about safety is just you can always find ways to to make it better and to to make improvements so i this this we don't care nonsense is uh is crazy the other mm -hmm. the other funny part of it of course is that kevin harvick who is very outspoken just happens to get dinged for a penalty that's going to cost him 100k and his crew chief is suspended and it's going to pay cost him uh, a whole bunch of money points and... yeah and all the all the championship points and everything so to the conspiracy theorists that figure that nascar is persecuting kevin harvick no i don't think so but if you're going to be as outspoken as Kevin Harvick will say, <laughs> to put it mildly. Have your shit together. Yeah. Don't don't be the least bit illegal or questionable when you're going through tech. That's just stupid on your part. You know, he 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 without sin should cast the first stone. So that's mm -hmm. again, it applies here. So if if you want to speak out about something, absolutely go ahead. I I love it when drivers you have, have a personality. Platform. Yes. But don't be saying, oh, well, we'll just, you know, we should just change this. We should just adjust this and and be doing it kind of trying to improve your performance outside of the box. Uh, no, that'll get you a, a big ticket. Yeah. It's like they find anything questionable yeah. on that car. It's going to R&D. Sorry. Well, that's... Uh, that's just dumb on their part. You know, yeah. that's great if you want to, you know, test the limits and everything. That's great. But if they find you illegal, boy, are they going to throw the book at you? And rightfully so. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how this, this all plays out in terms of safety. But there, there will be improvements coming, but there's there's always more improvements coming for for safety. But we'll we'll see what happens in this. And you know, hey, if you want to appeal your uh, your suspension and all the rest of it, then we'll have to see if they do that too. Yeah. All right. Um, I wanted to ask you about this because you've just completed it. I did it earlier this year from storage to a new location, but you just finished moving. Is I that did. an adventure as always or what? It, I made my, I gave my notice to my apartment begin mid July so yeah. and in Ontario you have to give 60 days so that would bring me to the end of September and I'm like oh yeah. I have two three two and a half weeks off 
in between the final two events. That'll be that'll be fine. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I did it because it meant not having another month of just paying for an apartment. Yeah. I I had I honestly haven't used this apartment since January, really right. January February. Yeah. It meant not having to pay for basically what was a glorified storage locker. <laughs> um, and it, I'm glad I did it because now I'm out and I can enjoy not having just this weight anymore. Right, right. But it was tight. I was there, I think maybe the Thursday, like the 29th, and I had to be out the 30th. And I was like cleaning and packing up. Like I had like my walk-in closet that still had, yeah. like, that was just filled with stuff stuff i had to go through stuff i had like needed to donate just all of this stuff yeah and it's like man i definitely like to make this not stressful because moving is never really stressful <laughs> for me <laughs> i generally enjoy moving because it's, really it's new beginnings you get it's to like hell i like it i like oh. the planning i like the oh like looking at like a like a floor plan and getting to decide where you're going to put things and you know making shopping lists like i like that i like the okay. idea of new beginnings that okay that part of it yes yes so the hassle of having to get your friends together and get a moving truck and all this stuff you're going to disagree with me on this but i even like packing oh well I'm you're my first uh, call next my, time I, I move. I'm telling you. My you are... family makes fun of me every single time because I mean I didn't this time because it was all just going in a storage locker. Yeah. But I usually have like a really good system of packing where I know what is in every single box. Yeah, that helps for sure. Yeah. And it's like I like doing it. Okay. So you're right. You're 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 a pretty organized person, same way. And mm -hmm. I, I like to do that too. You try to when you're packing boxes for, for mm -hmm. a move and everything, it's you try to keep it as organized as possible. There's always it's it it's funny because you'll as you're unpacking and organizing too, there's always a surprise. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot about this, or oh, I didn't know I put this yeah. in here. So you get that and everything. But it is stressful as hell. So you had 60 days. Yeah. Piece of cake. That's yeah. nothing. That's easy. My mix my previous... in uh, about a COVID and okay, still okay. This was, so this was this was pre-COVID, but I mm -hmm. sold a I sold a place. I I got an offer to sell my condo. Cut this was a couple of years ago, and it's like, all right, basically, you know, they they are giving me what I'm asking for it. I'm like, okay, so we're gonna sell. It. He said, "There's one catch. We got to close in two weeks. <laughs> two weeks." Two weeks to pack up all your shit? I guess I don't have any choice. Okay. So it was night and day for two weeks and everything was going into uh, storage or consignment or donate. It was just, it was a frenzy and it was, it was just, it was crazy. Got it done, but it was a, uh, let's just say a very busy two weeks. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So now in the spring was when everything came out of, storage and into the new place which was again it's just kind of that's when i got the oh yeah i forgot about this and oh yeah i remember that it's like oh yeah this will go here and this will look great and so, yeah. so you get i get that excitement part of it but it's just it is just i mean packing up your entire life into boxes and containers yeah. and just and transferring it to another <laughs> location is a bit of a challenge to say the least it is and it is especially when it's like i mean i've always just moved it being myself basically except for maybe yeah. like once in my life yeah. Of it just being myself. 
so it's not like I don't have a lot of stuff, but it's like I can I can fill up a U-Haul mm-hmm. with all of my stuff like yep. easy peasy. It's no one problem. thing I will say was trying to sell stuff on Facebook Marketplace. Right. Was a joke <laughs> because the amount of people that would just message you and not message you back. But what I was surprised about was the amount of scammers. Oh, yeah. I was I had probably like two or three times that I had somebody that w- I was conversing with trying to sell, whether it was my couch or a bookshelf or my bed frame, right. trying to sell it and having like actual conversations, not thinking anything of it. And then being like, OK, yeah, this person's going to come and pick it up. And then them being, can I send you a code? I want to make sure you're real. And I'm like, yeah, no, no. And then Facebook, I have a lot of grief with Facebook right now. Facebook is the bane of my existence. Yeah. but reporting them to Facebook and Facebook being like, our technology didn't find anything wrong. Read the fucking message. Like this person is asking you, this is like borderline scam minus the fact that you go to their profile and it was made two days ago. It's like, this is borderline. Don't talk to people on the internet and open links that people send you. Yeah. But that's uh that's that's there's a scam everywhere which is mm-hmm. i i got in in the last while i've had i don't know how many text messages saying yep. you know my my amazon account has been frozen and you know click this link to yeah sure I'll get mine right is the canadian revenue agency or oh, i get yeah, i get to i get the canadian revenue agency is sending you money and sure yeah your package is at customs and you need to pay duties on it and i'm like hmm i didn't order anything happens all the time yeah it's so yeah that's it's it's frustrating so i'll actually i'm going to tell you new, another frustration just because it happened <laughs> it just happened to me uh five minutes before we started this oh gosh and it makes me crazy so for email on my computer i use the outlook program mm-hmm. it's uh it's, it's fine it's efficient i like the way it is every few months microsoft outlook will say hey New Outlook, try new Outlook, use new Outlook, switch to new Outlook, and it will pop up and have a message on your on your email uh, program mm-hmm. until you try it. I've tried it. I don't like it. I keep sending them notes that saying, please stop making me try this. I have tried it and I don't care for it. And here's why. Please stop. I've had enough. Go away. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. I use outlook for work as well and i have never yeah. seen those oh but maybe you're using the new outlook and i maybe uh, continue to use the uh the previous version it's I very thought, possible I like I'm, I'm i'm happy with it i like it it's good i don't i've tried the new one for some reason i don't know it just doesn't work for me so i'm going to keep using the old one until <laughs> of course inevitably at some point they'll say the former version of outlook is no, longer, no longer available. available you must make the switch yeah. and that's inevitably going to happen so yeah. but until then i guess i'll hold out yeah you're gonna school. hold your foot down and be like yeah. Yeah. hey oh. it's working for me so I'm. Gonna did you that. go to any fun food places while we were in delaware honestly no i didn't Neither it did was I. it was grab and go just because it was it was busy and stuff was going on and by the time you let i think you left the track sunday night even later than i did and I did. it was 10 o'clock and i'm leaving and it's like i already checked i know nothing is open it's just yeah. so it's you know handheld quick food and that's what it is i got in friday night and friday night was food at the hotel 
which yeah. the, the we stay at the uh Sheridan mm-hmm. and it's it's got a nice restaurant. The restaurant is nice. very nice. The breakfast is great. Like I do yeah. like it. Um, so we ate there and then we did actually go somewhere Saturday night when like a bunch of the international people went, came in oh, we sure, went yeah. and we went to this Wine and dine the international folks. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it was like, it was girls night. It was, it was just the girls went out for dinner. I know. I um, we went to this actually, I can't remember the name of it, but this really cute Italian place, downtown London, nice. right by, and it was western homecoming that weekend so you've got a bunch oh, of drunk yeah. college students running around downtown london um, it's right by the jack astors yeah um and it's literally in an old house it's like you walk in and it feels like you're in a house and oh, cool. it was great food the wine was really good and it was it was really nice um very cozy um i felt i made the joke that it felt like i was in a hallmark movie <laughs> <laughs> of like this is the this is the restaurant that the the protagonists <laughs> are you do you because we're almost at the season like as, as soon as we get through halloween it's going to start are, yep. are you a fan of those hallmark movies? i used to be and it's funny because a lot of hallmark we've had a lot of hallmark movies filmed in my hometown oh um, it, it's a it's an incredible industry it is insane absolutely um, unbelievable i do like them apparently Lindsay lohan has a hallmark movie coming out this year probably yeah i they saw are, that on netflix they are so it's it is you know they're it's they're so they're predictable which is apparently mm-hmm. what people like about them it's yeah. they all follow the same sort of formula mm-hmm. and there is you know a, a standard routine that they a follow bit cringy you know um i i just i find them hysterical just to, just to watch in in the few minutes occasionally when i'll see them but it's just they are enormously successful it's insane yeah one but one of i will say one of my favorite things about christmas time is like going home and like baking in like the couple days before christmas my mom and my sister and i will always just flip on the hallmark christmas channel yeah. and it's like it gets you in the mood it's okay. like it feels like christmas and it's like you got christmas on the screen they're celebrating it's like i got it just you. it feels like christmas you got the christmas tree up you know you're baking cookies and yeah yeah okay so here we'll end on a we'll end on a food thing then because <laughs> thanksgiving is fast approaching yes. um depending on when this podcast gets released it's around could the have been thanksgiving last week. Could have been yeah, yeah right yeah, you know it's it, we'll anyhow. see when caitlin has time pumpkin pie yes or no i hate anything pumpkin you don't like anything i pumpkin. It, i can eat pumpkin like the squash yeah. pumpkin yeah but pumpkin spice anything makes my stomach hurt Okay, so I I, I I enjoy pumpkin pie. I don't need pumpkin in everything I consume mm-hmm. for thirty or sixty days, however it is. I enjoy uh, pumpkin pie. Uh, the this I should also say this is Canadian Thanksgiving coming yes. up because the U.S. Thanksgiving is a month and a half away. But I like pumpkin pie. Um, yeah, turkey, great. I make a fantastic dressing. Ooh. So that's uh, yeah, salad that's, dressing that's, or like no 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 like like the stuffing that you oh, okay now but i do not stuff it in the bird i cook it separately okay there's a there's a bad some people say that you must do it some say it's an old wives tale i do it just because the recipe called for it this way mm-hmm. and it's delicious so not, now that i've modified the recipe again which i but see there's and that's the other thing i will take every time i take i cook something and take a recipe because i don't bake it's it's mm-hmm. i will cook uh dishes it's kind of like um i'd like a little more of that a little less of this and i always yeah. adjust the recipe for my own personal taste yeah for me so so i'm going home for thanksgiving yeah this weekend and we always do the turkey um i think we usually do ham 
Um, mm-hmm. but that might just be a Christmas thing. Um, my aunt makes a really good cheese broccoli casserole. Always have to have that. Yeah. Um, I think we typically also cook. I think it depends who's cooking the turkey. If my mom or my grandmother cook the turkey, the stuffing's always on the side and it's usually box stuffing. Oh, just no. like, but my aunt no. will always stuff it in the bird. Okay. So Yo, her stuffing's say, always really good. No, I do not stuff it in a bird. And we have a, a way of doing the turkey as well. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you guys, are, but I brine the turkey if I'm cooking turkey. You brine the turkey? Like you put like. Put it in a bath of salt water oh, for 24 hours. Yeah, I've never done Amazing. that. Amazing. Well, I always do um, when I'm doing my, like seasoning my turkey. Um, mm-hmm. It's always a crap ton of butter and a crap ton of mayonnaise. And you put all your seasonings in it and you spread it out over the turkey i never brine it because most turkeys come brined uh fresh turkey brine it fantastic (laughs) so we'll 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 have to arrange a a thanksgiving uh sampling meal at some point yes at uh, some point yes um i will say my roommate we had like a friend's giving last week because most of us are going home for thanksgiving good he made a stuffed pumpkin that had like like she cut up like a baguette and all that stuff she put grillo cheese bacon chives all mm-hmm. that it was really good sounds awesome yeah. all right okay so. so things to uh things to think about and mm-hmm. uh we'll uh we'll explore more food uh options on our uh, next podcast in uh the next week or two or whenever uh, we, we wouldn't have gone anywhere so we'll just review our thanksgiving dinners uh, yeah well actually i'm i'm leaving southern ontario for florida in the next few days you suck. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, disclaimer. Uh, the opinions on the Racing It Out podcast from Caitlin and from Todd strictly represent their views. They do not represent the views of of NASCAR, either international or uh, NASCAR Canada, uh, TSN, Rev TV, uh, all of the other properties and entities that we may or may not work with currently or in the future. We do not want to be sued. We did not libel anyone. And <laughs> our goal is strictly to engage, have good conversation, and, you know, maybe exchange a recipe or two. Yes, exactly. I'm sure I'll have lots of recipes to give to you after the hol- after the holidays. Oh, my God. See, now you have me having Hallmark movies. You're already in into the holiday mode. Okay. I'm no, sorry. No. The se- I am one of those people, and this will be a conversation for next podcast because we can't get into it now. Right. I'm one of the people that the second Halloween's over, actually, the second Remembrance Day's over and my birthday's over. Yeah. Get me a Christmas tree. Okay, we're into that the next podcast. Yep. 